You are listening to the sound of freedom. freedom. This is Talk Sucker, episode five. I'm here, P, with Leo. Say hi. Hi. And Israel. Hey. And we have just come from a double feature in our minds. We saw the original Overboard starring uh, Dame Goldie Hawn and uh, that guy who's in it. (laughs) And tonight we saw The New Overboard starring Tupperman. Is this a Tupperman picture? Who's in this one? Anna Faris. Anna Faris. And And that guy from from Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Oh, true. What's his face? I don't know his, not, I don't know his the actor's name. Yeah. Mel Rodriguez or is that? Yeah, his? I think I think I, mean, I, think I have be no that. idea. No, no idea. because I, I was looking it up on my phone. But it came on me. It's always. Uh, either way, so again on Talk Sucker, we this is kind of a queer theory, queer culture, uh, media news grab bag, potpourri, catch all podcast, and. You know, uh, watching the first Overboard, now the movie would be completely inappropriate now because it's about uh, tricking a woman into thinking that she's your wife. Question for the audience, in the original Overboard, well, let's call it Overboard 1 just for sake of ease. In Overboard 1, did a rape occur? Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. In Overboard 2, did a rape occur? Yes. Okay. Less of a rape? No. Okay. It's easily as coercive. And now, do you think it's weird that in both Overboards, the duped character gets together with the duper? Are you asking if it's a surprise? I'm asking if it's, like, normal. You know, like, does it make it better? Like, do we downgrade that rape? You know, like, Luke and Laura, the famous couple from, you know, a soap opera. In the first episode, he raped her, and then they got married in, like, a lavish wedding episode. Mm. And so... You know, I guess what I'm asking is, does marriage erase rape? No. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Hey, that's not the side I'm taking. Before we continue, I have to say that that is actually also a Mexican soap opera. I think it's called Cuidado con el Ángel or something like that. Uh, And what's it? Oh, where where the rape turns into marriage? Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. All right. Which, Which overboard did you prefer? The first one. Yeah, I'd agree the first one. The reason I prefer the first one is because the first one happened decades ago. And when I watch it now, I'm like, well, they did this decades ago. But this new one, they just made this one. <laughs> yeah, and I can't believe that. They no. spent days and days and possibly weeks and months working on it. Did we laugh once? I didn't. No. And it was total like, framed within comedy. In theory, it was a comedy, right? Yeah. Overboard 2? Yeah, but Overboard 1 wasn't at all. Overboard 1 was Overboard 1 a is comedy. technically a comedy. It was a comedy yeah, when it sure. came out. Yeah. Like she, she was. Uh, it was like comedy where like she would be doing like a bunch of silly things. Like she'll be like, "Oh, look at me! I'm holding a chainsaw and I'm chopping this thing wood and I'm messing up and I'm shaking." So like that's that's the thing. It's supposed to be like a weird type of comedy that wasn't funny to begin with, and then they like recreated it. Hmm. Who who would you have rather been with, the abductor from Overboard One or the abductor from Overboard Two? Oh, here's the thing. I thought the abductor from the first one was much better looking. Really? 
because he's just a man as opposed to a woman. Oh, right. I was thinking, yeah, like, I was comparing him to this Mexican star that you guys are so into. Oh, the male leads? Well, I, I meant the abductor, though, but, you know, just who would you rather be imprisoned by? Oh, imprisoned by? Yeah. TBH, I would like to be imprisoned by a mom because she has a nicer house. Yeah, yeah like, they, they made the, the first house, like, total mayhem and chaos, mm-hmm. and that felt better like if if it kind of felt better like he'd be doing that because they're like truly insanely poor and like crazy so you could understand his desperation even if it's not the right thing you know yeah. so but in the second one she's just like well my mom's not here to take care of my kids and i gotta study for a test <laughs> let me commit a crime real quick who was worse in the first one the the uh, what are we calling the vic okay who was worse the victim in the first movie or the victim in the second movie because how well that that that's for everyone to answer because the beginning of the movie lays it on thick that this person deserves what they're getting yeah the the thing is she was definitely worse and he came off as being like friendly kind of but like also kind of like mean a little bit it, it was weird he, he didn't really seem villainous like she seemed like she was such a bitch like you who are you talking about you're talking about two movies with two men and two women you should be more specific okay who was so, villainous the woman in the first movie was villainous at first she was she was a nightmare yeah with- and like she kept screaming the whole time like when she was like in a coma and like, well, well what about in the second movie the the victim in the second movie ordered breakfast from the chef when he knew he was gonna fire him he does mean things as opposed to her who she's just like a major bitch is that part of the problem though that we see her as a bitch and him as mean like why why is there that distinction they're both rich nightmares but he had like such a he he seemed like he was calm and like he was like chilling while he was doing all these things you know as opposed to her she she her emotional female nature her emotional female nature is what you're saying the way it's portrayed she was hysterical she was hysterical (laughs) they did kind of make her seem like she was hysterical I'm gonna like my friend has a series of photographs where she has like quotes from like old psychologists and stuff underneath. And I'm like he, she was definitely hysterical <laughs> as one of them. Um. Sorry, it's a moth. You're not in the moth. Huh? Mo- moths are zero tolerance in sex. When you see a moth, you must hunt it and kill it, or else you'll have more moths relatively quickly. Yeah. Pablo's clothes are all made of wool. They'd they'd have a field day here. Mm-hmm. They'd have a field day with all this wool. Let's talk about the gay characters in both of the, in Overboard One and Overboard Two. Well, I can like I was gonna pitch in a little bit on like the other conversation if that's okay yeah let's, let's we'll, we'll go back you know what we'll edit this in it'll happen seamlessly no one will even know that we said this out of order <laughs> we were talking about killing moths for a second so. well who knows that'll be a special bonus episode killing maybe. who killing moths um i don't know i was just like thinking like Eugenio's character <laughs> was more so childish in very many ways as opposed to 
this. Who was the other woman? <laughs> the, from the Overworld Run? Yeah. The Goldie Hawn character? Goldie Hawn. I can't remember the names. Was her I name Amy? Either. I don't know. Might have been no, Amy. it was... What were the initials on that on her panties? It was, J- her name was Jean, I think. J.S. or something like that. J.S. J.R. J.S. Joyce? No, Jenny? Jennifer? Jennifer, maybe? Julia? I don't know. Anyway, who? Uh, who Han? Either way, the Goldie Hawn character. The Goldie Hawn character. Right? And we can, we can continue referring to them as a victim and abductor from the movies. Okay. Oh, so but now easier. I'm saying that Bess isn't Han. Anyway. So Han's character, on the other hand, seemed very demanding. Kind of like, I don't know, bitchy in a way. But also, like, she was just trying to get what she wants. But, like, Eugenio just was, like, annoying and childish. He didn't even know how to do most of the things that he had to do. As opposed to Han's character kind of looked like she had her shit together. Yeah, she she was pretty useful. The victim in Overboard 2 became useful. Mm-hmm. But it almost seemed kind of like the movie was saying due to his like male state, he just stepped in and was super useful in all these different realms. I mean, the guy had never done anything. He became a pretty good cook. Yeah, and, he made up another. Yeah, he became a good cook. He became a good construction worker. Mm-hmm. He became a good father, a great father. Did you guys cry in that scene when he abandoned his family? No. No? Did you? No, of course not. No. Really? I, in that case, it wasn't emotional. For you. I did cry. I did cry. Oh, okay. When when the girl was chasing the limo on her bike, and she's like, Daddy, wait. Wait, Daddy, wait. <laughs> I was crying. Oh. But mostly, I was I was half crying, and I was half laughing because, and for the same reason, I kept thinking that a car was going to hit her on the bike. <laughs> And so as she's riding by, I was like worked up and worried because it's like he's driving away from his family and she's clearly going to be clobbered by a car, by oncoming traffic. And she wasn't, you know. Spoilers. Spoilers. Warning spoilers. She's not, she's not ran over by a car. So now let's do what we do on this show, what we do best. Discuss it with our gay glasses on. Okay, first, what are the gayest glasses? Oh, the ones that are stars and like you put them. Oh, like an Elton John special. Yeah. Or like like Goldie was wearing at the beginning of her. Oh, were those kids? Those seemed like 80s down. They were like (laughs) turning a corner around her head and without a flare. Crazy glasses. Those are are gay, but but only if a guy were wearing them. If a woman were wearing them, you'd be like, she's a psycho or something. (laughs) Or from the 80s. Yeah, it's pretty. Like if you saw a gay dude wearing them. Sure. But is anything you see a gay dude wearing? gay is anything that is designed for the opposite gender gay when a gay person wears it not really not really i want to say like you can wear a girl's flannel and it would just be flannel is is very gay gay. that's like the lesbian uniform not that lesbians have uniforms but maybe they should (laughs) i'm getting okay i was just trying it out i just you know what i'll edit it out of here i'll edit it out of here but maybe a lesbian register and a uniform wouldn't i'm just saying it wouldn't be a horrible idea we could sell it to them as a dating service and then just keep them on a register oh my gosh that's horrible (laughs) yes so evil why am i evil you just look scary right now. Um, it's like, turn on more lights. What should we name our lesbian registry dating service? Um, mm. 
No, he wants to turn on more lights. Now we have just the right number. If anything, we're going less lights. And get the disco light if you want. Back to the topic at hand. I, my my co-hosts are horrible. You know, we're horrified. <laughs> Not horrible. There was only one char- gay character in the entirety of both movies and it was in the second overboard Mm -hmm. and who was that character leo pointed it out because it honestly it slipped by me for a second he was a lifeguard at a pool that one of the daughters of the abductor abductor two is trying to befriend in an effort to ingratiate herself in his social circle and you know get to a guy that he's friends with she's a predator basically (laughs) How to catch a predator? She she's a predator basically, and the gay character has no lines. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just has looks. He like has like fierce looks, also like super gay. Yeah, he like he looks over his shoulder. What what did you think he was gay when you saw him? He was on screen for about a half a second. Did you think he was gay when no. when I saw him? I definitely was like. This is not a guy that she's interested with, I feel like. Huh. I'll, I'll tell you this. I thought he was a bad actor because he's either gay and didn't convince me or straight and didn't convince me. Either way, he's a bad actor. <laughs> he didn't convince you. Yeah. He didn't convince you of any sort of like... I was like, I don't think this guy's gay. I don't think this guy's a lifeguard either, though, to be honest with you. So two strikes against this guy. <laughs> yeah. He's I'll give him... I, th- I think he was a redhead. What if he was, he was. acting like he per- was pretending to be the lifeguard? So he's just like um, he, this character had zero lines. <laughs> <laughs> but there was uh, there was a gay joke though. Well, well, first off, you know Latin culture is very uh, machis machista. Is that what yeah, we call it? Machista. Machista. The victim in Overboard Two is a very rich man, and he gets a job on a construction site. And they instantly tease him for his effeminate ways, and they call him Lady Hands for the rest of the movie, but in Spanish, you know, manitas, which means Lady Hands. And the, the way they first translated it, first off, they were fast and loose with these Spanish translations. Yeah, I don't know if you guys were reading them. Yeah, I wasn't. I was at times, but then I found that it was confusing me because I was hearing them say something, and the subtitles would say something else entirely. The subtitles were completely different yeah and, and in a couple of cases i thought it was to cover up a weird comment or joke that they'd made mm. like there was one time when um someone made a comment about like how like healthy his daughters were and someone else was like are they healthy like it seemed almost like an inappropriate joke like wondering when they've reached sexual maturity and i was like mm. the oldest one who looks older than the other two by a mile is 13 and looked very much like a little girl i thought and then the, the translation seemed something different mm. and i was like I didn't quite catch it because they were speaking a little colloquially and quickly and the translation was completely off but I was like was that a completely bizarre joke hmm. no one else caught that I didn't I was like sitting so low in my seat that I was the, the, the subtitle yeah, was like, got cut off. I, I did not read both this this I was not I was trying to re- not to read the subtitles because they were confusing me as I said so I definitely missed that I can't help but read the subtitles that are on the screen yeah I, I they should get- start doing subtitle commercials hey networks this is another free idea hire me you should start doing subtitle commercials it's impossible not to read the subtitles basically they're never gonna hire you because they're like oh if we don't hire him he's just gonna keep giving us stuff for free no one day i'm gonna hold out on them (laughs) one day i'm gonna be like guess what they're gonna be like oh he can't hold out i got another million dollar idea i'm only gonna tell you the first half But then they can figure out the second half. Don't you wish we had cars that could fly? Hire me. 
That's not how that works. That's Wait, nonsense. Anyway, I was going to say, I think that the subtitles of the movie were meant for people who didn't understand Spanish at all. Really? Because they wanted to tell them a really? different story. <laughs> so you're saying there are two stories were going on. Yeah. The original Spanish language story. Yeah. The story of a... A rich horrid oppressor and his machista cohorts what, what, is this a story in english or spanish because well, they I, speak I english most of the time a lot of the time who was your favorite character in overboard 2 the little girl that almost got run over with her bike <laughs> <laughs> she was the hero of the story for sure yeah. who would you rather be with abductor one or victim two abductor one. Ooh, really like I said, I feel Turning like, your back on Melissa. They're both super childish. They're both super fit. Ooh. I'd pick the second one because he has money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because you That's feel more comfortable because he's Latin. No. I, oh, wait. Are we talking about the people that play them or the character in the movie? That's what the I was The character in the movie. Oh, the character in the movie. Probably than the second guy because he... Yeah, money. He, A, did not perpetrate a sex crime during the course of the movie or For he sure. was the victim of it. And second he has a cool 60 million dollars burning hole in his pocket Ugh. as opposed to uh, the rapist from the first movie who seemed to have nothing right yeah I don't want that guy to manhandle me <laughs> like she did to that girl cause she that was crazy wait who did who manhandled whom the guy the abductee from the first film manhandled victim from the first film like a whole bunch he kept pulling on her and like making her do things with her controlling her body with his white hand what was the worst thing that happened to the victim in Overboard 1 and Overboard 2, if you can think of what is the worst thing, the sexual assault. Because yeah. at the at the time, the people who were being assaulted did not, not we're that not it makes aware. it better, but I'm just saying, you know, like within the diegesis of the movie, in theory, they waited until the characters in some sense had stronger feelings for them. Like it wasn't purely a scam, you know, to, to also get sex out of this like, you know, abducted person. In theory, they want us to believe that they had a relationship and they had feelings for each other, which cannot happen during a coercive relationship, right? I mean, yeah. the second one, they even just like made them get married, basically. They did get married. Mm. Super spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> super spoiler. Super spoiler. In this Hollywood remake, the couple gets together. <laughs> don't bet on the other side. If you watch the first movie, you're fine. You don't have to watch the second one because basically it's the exact same dialogue at many points of the movie. It just switched. Like in the, in the first movie, there's a pair of panties, and in the second movie, there's a strip of condoms. In the first movie, there's a mole. In the second movie, there's a tattoo. It's basically the same. Can you believe some screenwriter got paid six figures to like to like type in google rip find and replace yeah they just did a, a, yeah. a search and replace on a few words and I, I don't know if you guys noticed but the very first shot when she rolls up it was goldie hawn from overboard One yeah sitting in the car so so that means that this happened to her daughter what because but her mother in the movie was not goldie hawn her mother in the movie was not... Like, Goldie Hawn, when they showed up, pulled up in the car, it was Goldie Hawn in the car for one shot, and then they cut to the mom outside, and then they cut back into the car, and it's young Anna Faris. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was Goldie Hawn. 
or was did my eyes just deceive me because I I had my overboard goggles on? I mean, on. I would trust you, especially that early on in the movie. Yeah, I did. I think I exclaimed, "It's Goldie Hawn." <laughs> Did. Because yeah. she drove up there. That's so weird. Cause they they just like wanted to make a parallel. I think they wanted to throw Goldie, you know, oh, a half day, a half day worth of work, and so people would be like, "Oh, Goldie was in it. Goldie was in it." You know, but she didn't even talk. Probably so they had to pay her less. So what if they talk. like put Goldie Hawn like, on the billboard? And like, oh, Goldie Hawn's in this movie. Goldie Hawn's a featured extra in Overboard too. My, how, how Goldie has fallen. And did you know that Goldie Hawn, in real life, is with the abductor from the first movie? Really? They've been together for many years, but not married. She refuses to marry him. She says, all men cheat. <sighs> oh, Goldie. Oh, I'd love to cheat on Goldie Hawn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's not for her, but, like, when you spend so much time with someone on a set of a movie, like, you're probably gonna get close to them you know yeah and that, that's when like you can yeah especially because you're basically like filming sex scenes and he has to be all up on you in different points you basically pretend to fall in love with them also yeah actually like, at this point in time goldie was a much bigger star she hired him and basically she forced him into a real relationship in real life really no i'm just kidding but wouldn't that be fantastic if she overboarded him in real life and that's that was the point of the movie that's why it was so bad (laughs) this second movie i'd say between must go see in the theaters rent it at home or burn every copy ever existed what would you rate overboard to burn it (laughs) just burn it (laughs) i would say go to the movies if you get it for free if it interests you if it doesn't interest you Forget about it. You if you don't what? have a free movie pass, don't go. You know what we should do? We should do a talk sucker edit. We should edit Overboard 1 and Overboard 2 so that it's a game movie. The abductor from the first movie and the victim from the second oh, movie. And then so it's good. guy on guy. So yeah. And then for the sex scene, they're just going to be like... like <laughs> for the sex scene? <laughs> It's for the rape, Theo. But they're, you're going to have to use half the footage from one the first one and half the footage from the second one. They're going to be in like different rooms and they're going to be rolling around. <laughs> You, you well, we can we can just we can just cut around like inventively, you know, like do lots of close-ups on their eyes and stuff like that, and maybe reappropriate some dialogue from another part. Yeah. Can I do some voiceovers? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I, I want to be Goldie Hawn. Oh wait, she's not in this version. She's not in this version. She has a camera. You know better. She will be when she pops up in her car. Oh sure. yeah, that that's she, what you both said. Yeah, why was Goldie Hawn the Uber driver <laughs> in Overboard 2? <laughs> uh, oh because, because they live, it's the same town. So it's canonically she's still there. True. What would we name the gay cut up of Overboard 1 and Overboard 2? Overboard. I don't know. What about that? Overboard. 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 Yeah. But how would we. How, is there a symbol, uh, like a, an international phonetic symbol that's, that, that is the gay lisp, or no? I don't think so. I don't think so? Well, IPA, get on it. Wait, is that it, or is that a beer? I think IPA that's a beer. Is a beer. Then what's the international phonetic alphabet? Also the IPA. A different IPA. 
Ooh. I've got so many great cross- crossover ideas. The IPA should make an IPA. Hmm. Whatever, I hate beer. <laughs> Let's take a break and go back to one of our regular segments. Eating some weenies? Eating some weenies. Is eating some weenies one of our regular segments? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. He's just making up crazy nonsense. Uh, okay. <laughs> We're just riffing. Um, do we have it? Do you have an extra extra for today? Yes. Extra. This one goes to Izzy. Oh my gosh, what is that? For today's episode of Extra Extra is Izzy. And Leo is playing charades right now to help Izzy remember what his extra extra is. What is that? Didn't we do the artichokes already? We never did the artichokes? No. No. Well, anyway, brought to you in Extra Extra this week is. Are you sure we didn't do this? The artichoke's request for how to be put away was in a perforated bag sprinkled with cold water placed in the coldest section of the fridge. Was that Leonard Mm Prime? She's down here. She's so sweet. Extra, 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 extra. That's what Leonard says whenever she sees things. You know what I think was a little extra? Last night when we went to go see Overboard 2, and uh, we had a dickens of a time. The the movie pass app wasn't working, the theater disappeared onto our tickets, and Israel had already gotten his ticket. They wouldn't just let us into the theater with him. I thought that was so lame. These were like young youngish people working at some crap job. I've never seen anyone care more about and it's kind of like I, we were we're like, can you sell us any ticket for like to just get in and like whatever? So bizarre. I, I can't believe that, that that is to me is so depressing because I feel like I've had some crappy jobs, but I cannot imagine that they could ever make me care about one of them. Mm-hmm. So my, my extra extra is a disheartened thumbs down to these young movie workers. They probably don't even steal soda. They're That's how sad by they capitalism. Are. They don't even steal soda or popcorn, I bet. Oh my gosh, I would steal so I, I bet every once in a while... I cannot work at a movie place. They have all banned me because I always eat all the popcorn. I, I, I feel like every few weeks they must eat half a bag of stale popcorn and feel like rebels and then feel badly about it. I can't believe these movie theater workers. I'm so disappointed. And also with with the Hollywood machine, why did you make Overboard 2? Who was contractually obligated to do this movie? Anna Faris? She's delightful. Why isn't she getting, like, great work? Why isn't she getting great roles? Meanwhile, Chris Pratt is the biggest movie star in the world. Her her ex-husband is the biggest movie star in the world. And delightful Anna Faris is not getting anything better than Overboard 2. Do you think... He, like, blackballed her somehow? He doesn't seem like the type. Why would he? I don't know. I don't think it was, like, a horrible divorce. And how much longer is he going to be the biggest movie star in the world for? Till the end of this sentence? <laughs> oh, there he is. I hope I never see I mean, him in person. He's going to beat me up. What if he died in that last movie? Like, like... No, like, like his character. Oh. Hmm. Well, do you think Chris Pratt is sexy? Leo? Um, sure. Cool. Leo? I mean, Israel? I don't know. Not my type. Not your type? Same. Not for me. He seems delightful. He seems kind and lovely, but, you know. And he's not unattractive, but, you know. Is there anything else to discuss? Were there no gay characters or gay jokes in Overboard? Just the one with the lifeguard. Overboard 2 also had a gay joke in the sense that one of the guys at the construction site, one of the construction workers was complaining about 
how long it's been since he had sex with his wife. And he's like, nine months before the youngest was born, she's three. And then the two other guys were like, oh, don't don't be looking at us, don't be getting any ideas, you know? Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah he said that. They were like, ese tiene filo. ¿Qué es filo? Este está filoso. Filo is sharpness. Ah, sí, 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 filo. Gotcha. If you had to have sex with all of the construction workers, put them in order of most you'd like to have sex with to least you'd like to have sex with. I think if that was a situation, I would just have a huge orgy. Get it all over with. Like a shot. Just take it all at once. I feel like at least it was like an experience or something. I guess. But what, what about this? Okay, you're allowed to take the orgy option. But that's that's not a that's not a savings in time. They each get their full allotted time with you. It's just they all they they all get they all get it at the same time. No, because Israel gets the other. No, they're, they so they all get, stick around for the they, entire like like if the one guy's like I was gonna get fifty five minutes. He still gets 55 minutes. Oh my gosh. So, so you just time. have an orgy and then you all, on top of that, you also have to have as much time with them? I think so. I feel like I would play a game. I feel like I would put on a blindfold and then after at the end, I'd try to guess which one was which. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That could be a fun orgy game. Yeah. Do you think modern orgies have kind of like a games element? You know, pe- people love games. I don't know. I've never been. To an orgy or to a games yeah. party either? I've been to games parties, but orgies yeah. are way different. And what did we say makes something an orgy? When does a group sex officially graduate into an orgy? I think it's like six. Six people. Yeah. I heard something like, oh, it's like, if it ends up being like a mutual of a mutual or something like that. So it's like, oh, things end up being like semi-anonymous and like you have yeah. this bigger group of people and that's when it like... I don't know if it has to be with a number, although six I think is a good starting point, or anonymity so much as if it seems like a decadent kind of thing where there are like clusters of people doing things and people moving in and out without hang up. That seems like an orgy to me. Yeah. Yeah. And only when there is like a free and open movement between groups. I've never been to an orgy. This is, a, I, I'm an armchair orgier apparently. Yeah. But this is, you know, my, if I were asked to provide, you know. Yeah, my only experience with orgies is in porn. And that's it. What are porn orgies like? Just there, That depends on what, what, <laughs> like from where. Like you basically can find it anything orgy wise are there awkward porn orgies like where people like i wasn't really invited like (laughs) no (laughs) that's like lesbian porn and lesbian porn the women are like dressed up so crazily like they're wearing like basically full-on drag makeup really because they just have like crazy makeup and like their nails are done why are you watching lesbian porn <laughs> like lesbian porn for lesbians or le- porn that features porn quote is unquote not made lesbians. for wet to for women in mind. It was a thing that was brought up on there was this thing on Pornhub where like some lady was complaining about like them having a for women section and like thinking that was offensive and then the site was like, Well, porn is not really made for women, so it's difficult to like categorize these things and it was like oh you know yeah i guess oh well. i know too much about this i'm sorry <laughs> it's totally fine i'm i'm glad that you're a little lesbian porn expert you're gonna chime in okay so we've decided that overboard one 
was not really a great movie, and Overboard 2 was decidedly unnecessary. It doesn't even exist anymore. We burnt all the copies, so... If, if only. What if they were like, we could burn all the copies of Overboard 2, but it would have such a deleterious effect on the, like, environment. environment. It's like the Ozone or Overboard 2. <laughs> I mean, it's, it, either way, it's going to end up being in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. So I'd say just burn it. <laughs> I feel like Overboard 2 would be okay if you were on an airplane. Can we just, like, send it mm. to, like, the moon or something and then burn it there? To the moon? Yeah, I'm going to take you away. Or we can take it to, to Mars with all the watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Mucha ropa, mucha ropa, mucha ropa. Okay, so let's talk about the clothing in Overboard. Clearly, uh, Overboard 1 had some great design choices. Goldie Hawn's outfits were yeah, over the top. They and, were so great. And Goldie Hawn's character. And Goldie Hawn's character's mother, played by Mona from uh, Who's the Boss, were fantastic. Like yeah. These giant princess sleeves, but like gigantic. Almost yeah. like clothing from, uh, what was that movie where the... The, where the prince and princess came from the comic book world into like New York and they all had like, like, oh enchanted. enchanted enchanted they all had like puffy yeah. uh, man that was a great movie I love that movie it's yeah. super great the clothing and Overboard too. they seemed the, the wealthier but just like a modern version of kind of anonymous mm-hmm. wealthy clothing or trashy clothing depending on yeah like the shape. women were like just in bikinis at most when they were like no. res- representing rich women yeah, the, 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 the lucky, quote-unquote, women were in bikinis. Mm. The unlucky men were in sports and construction gear. Like, even his sisters weren't even that well-dressed. The I one was, was dressed like corporate, like, mm. killer. And the other was dressed kind of like oh, well, a she black sheet. She was going to go, like... Like play some video games or something. Of. Yeah, <laughs> she looked like she was gonna step into one of Leo's special ladies movies. It seems <laughs> one of the jokes that I found the worst in the movie was the youngest daughter from the the Overboard Two of the victim's family. Molly? No, no, of the victim's family. When she's like, he's the only one that supported my music. I want to play the song on the cello, and I was like, they're gonna make us listen to her killing this cello just to make a point, but. To me, I was like, he was sweet. He was like, follow your dreams. Like, you have to be happy, you know? And then she wasn't doing well at the cello? It was pretty bad cello work. I never can tell with cello. So we finished talking about their clothes. Like, his clothes were so anonymous. They were, like, rich. I like the way his dad dressed, the victim's dad. And this one was wearing, like, a nice old man suit. But that's it. And the other time, he was wearing a hospital gown. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, I, I guess we, we said it here. Overboard 2 is a rent and a buy. Rent it and buy it. I guess rent it <laughs> and then burn it. Or okay. just burn it. Okay, it's a burn it. We decided mean, it's a burn If it. you buy all the CDs or whatever and, and you burn it, you still are giving the people who made it money. So, so steal yeah. them and then burn them. No, yeah. don't be encouraging people to do that. Oh, okay. Then don't burn them. <laughs> Fine. Don't burn overboard too. Just, Just don't buy it. that. Let it sit in that don't storage shed. Run. Don't walk. Run to the yeah. theater to see overboard too. <laughs> Only if you have only passed. Shout out. Yeah, that's yeah, what I said. Yeah, that's true. Where we started because I said that at the beginning of this conversation. Well, 
What did you guys think about the fact that there was the gender swap and also the race mixing? What do we call it? The, the, the race mix-up? I don't know. Is there a term for that? Miscegenation. Miscegenation. Well, that's race mixing, but I'm not using it. I'm using it Can I, can you hear me? I don't know if you can hear me. Do you plug everything in, right? Hello? Hello. Hello, can anyone hear me? I'm trapped inside. Oh, this thing's I'm trapped inside. I was just like, I don't hear that. Oh. You think it was recording before oh. this, though? You know what? Well, Let's start over. Just, just for funsies. Oh. So, Overboard 1, Overboard 2. What did you guys think about the gender swap and the adding of the races? The miscegenation. The miscegenation, <laughs> the race mixing that was involved. Um, well, there was a lot of um, the genders that ended up talking about the way that they were treating the victim in Overboard 1, especially, I feel like, because they were trying to get her to do all these, like, housemaid slash housewife-like chores. It felt chores. like both of the movies tried to strongly enforce a gender role onto each of the victims. But Victim 2 from Overboard 2, he took on female roles as well as male roles. He became great at cooking and cleaning and organizing the fridge and also carrying 90-pound bags of cement. Yeah. The first one, definitely more so. Did she become a businessman in the first one? Did she Did she have some sort of, you know? No, I don't think she, no, she went she back. Was just like, and oh, like she we, was just like, I have money now. Yeah. Hmm. And in the second one, were they opening a business? I seem to recall vaguely that they, they, they were hmm. opening up a business. Oh, no, in the first one. No, in the first one, they were trying to open up a business. The golf course? The golf course, the mini golf, the putt putt. That was a True. business that they opened? I thought that was just a work for public stuff. No, it was a business, I feel like. And then with the miscegenation, I feel like there was definitely a lot to say about the active roles in the Latino community in Overboard 2. In in Overboard 2, it was almost like a conspiracy. All of the Latinos were in on duping this other Latino guy. Yeah. Duping victim 2. It was all the Latinos plus this, you know, the Ana Faris, his family's characters. And the Latina came up with, right, the Eva Longoria character came up with it. And just like you said before, she was like, I have to convince you to commit crime more often. And then also, the guy from Last Man on Earth, he he, he was like pretending, he was like hugging him, but at the same time, he was like winking to his wife and he was like, yeah, you warned me this was gonna happen because i'm lying to him and i'm telling him that we're gonna go to counseling because you cheated on me because we're trying to keep this a secret that he's actually not who they tell him he is yeah so they're all into this plan and then even at even until the end like that character bobby was like oh he has to contemplate between like the financial and like the love like aspects of his life it's like he asks the victim's dad to adopt him he's like yelling at them he's like oh he he also tried to convince the victim to consider taking the money instead of love he said love fades (laughs) but but do you think that's bad because also this was a very coercive relationship yeah, I mean, it was problematic AF. Like, I feel like I would have taken the money in that case. Also, who knows? Like, because she might, he might have been delusional. Yeah. I mean, they ended up getting the money anyway. So he seems like he made the right choice. He got to keep both things that he liked. He got to have his calf and eat it too. Who was a bigger villain? The Grant husband character from Overboard 1? Or the Magdalena, the sister character? Magda. In, Magda. in either movie, the character that left the person at the hospital. Who was a bigger villain? The first one. 
Grant. There's a lot of comparisons we can draw between the two. Mainly it narrows down to this. He tried to physically kill them by shooting them with a bow and arrow, but they were saved by the butler who pushed him out of the way. So just because of he physically tried to harm them, he is a bigger villain. Okay. He I'll, also I'll was that. just like some childish man. Like all these men are so yeah. childish and like, I don't know. He was also using money that wasn't his. That he yeah. basically usurped from his wife. And he was worrying his mother-in-law. She was like, bitch, where the fuck is my freaking daughter? And he was having what looked to be lame parties with expensive hookers. Yeah. What did he say? He was beating the horse and... Beating a donkey or beating something. A donkey. Beating a painted donkey ladies. with painted ladies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, beating the donkey is not a phrase that... I, it must be from even before my time. That's saying something. Yeah. Mm. Where does it come from? Since when? Do you, oh, because it sounds like slapping and like crazy whinnying and neighing. Is that it? <laughs> I don't know who you're having sex with. Well, I'm I just do. saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the phrase. I mean, that's all I can figure he out. He was like wanking his dick and like, yeah, with painted ladies. Well, so the Latinos were a crime syndicate. Yeah, yeah and it was basically. like a white woman in trouble. Yeah, and one of the Latinos was obsessed with the Godfather and kept yeah. quoted freely from the Godfather. Gave a long speech about murder at a wedding. Yeah, and he was talking about like when you cut a guy open, his guts fall out. I'll tell you that I think Godfather is not the biggest Latino movie. You know, like I feel like maybe Scarface. I like Scarface better. Yeah, my brother's really into Scarface. Yeah, so are rappers, it seems. If if MTV's Cribs has led me to understand anything about the hip-hop world of that, Scarface is a beloved property. Ooh, are they going to remake Scarface? Scarface 2? This time it's a woman. She's got a beautiful scar. And she's like, oh, I'll say hello to my little friend. <laughs> and it's like pink gun or something. Yeah. Like that. Have you ever watched a movie with that lady that has like a turret gun as a leg? <laughs> oh, like death? Death, whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, I don't remember. Death, death, death proof or death grip or. Yeah, it's like. Uh, is it death grips? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't death grips a band or something? I don't know. It's like a music artist. Yeah. I think that's what people keep tuning into the show because honestly our numbers on uh, on iTunes are going through the roof we have like you know we're growing and I, I forget what percentage but I think part of the reason why people come for the bait and switch the, the idea that we're going to talk about queer topics and then they like that we speak about topics that we have no knowledge of quite freely it's it's almost it's not even going to Wikipedia for them it's just kind of mentioning a few things okay, I did some research for you I definitely did some research for this. Like right before we started, I like researched a bit of Stockholm syndrome because we we wanted to see if she had it. But it turns out Stockholm syndrome happens when a captor threatens, threatens the a victim. Yeah, threatens the life of the victim and then gives them a long-winded speech and then spares their life. The victim's feelings of gratitude. relief okay. turn into feelings of gratitude for their captor, which is what starts this whole Stockholm syndrome. But that's not what happened. At no point were they threatened. They didn't even realize they were in trouble until that moment where they see their respective family member. I feel letting the family member in each of the overboard cases 
deny that they're the family member and sort of relegating them to this is supposed to make us as the viewer feel better like oh if your family member would do to you like you must be a monster you know you must deserve whatever you get and sure they ended up falling in love and they were unaware of the assault happening on their person when it was happening but something about the fact that they're allowed to do this by a family member you know or a loved one makes it seem like we should find it acceptable i mean would you say that's like more of an issue in overboard 2 is that what you're saying well in in both of the movies the the loved one came and you know denied yeah de- um, yeah i feel like the husband was just like 12 weeks just like oh i don't want to deal with this woman because i want to go hook up with these like prostitutes and use all her money yeah well, to be honest with you yeah he he was really those were ill-gotten goods because all the money was hers. He was, like, threatening her life, subjecting her to assault so that he could party with hookers. Whereas victim two, you know, was not really a bad guy in many cases. Sure, he was horrible. He was a, you know, a philanderer or what have you, lays about. But his sister was doing it not to usurp his money because they had plenty of it, but because she was unrightfully being stepped over because she is a woman you know, to, to run the company. So for her, she was just kind of doing what she had to do. And in the end, she doesn't even end up with it, even though her brother is out of commission. The dad just gives it to their other daughter who fails to play the cello. Was she trying to do something else and failing later on in the movie? Clarinet. Clarinet. She was trying to play. Oh my gosh, that was horrible. post credits she was even worse. Oh, gosh. I, I'm so glad that it's been so long since I've met a multi-instrumentalist or someone that referred to themselves as a multi-instrumentalist. Really? Whatever. What do they do? What do you mean, what do they do? They play many instruments. I play the cock and the viola. I play the what? <laughs> <laughs> I think he said the cock and the viola. Or viola, whatever. That's viola. not the part that we were wondering about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the only part I was thinking about. I was like, oh shit, did I even say that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been, um, let's say this, not the most interesting episode of Talk Sucker, but... Certainly better than Overboard. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was going to say, not as bad as his movies. Okay. You, you know what? As a little taste, as a little treat, as a little dessert, for any of our listeners that made this far, keeping in touch with the queer theme, as everyone tell a queer secret or a random hookup story. Queer secret? I've been wanting to hear about Leo's hookup story at Orange. Plenty of times we'll be driving out of them and be like, I hooked up in that bush. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had sex now. He's like, in that bush, there's a little hollow. You can totally crawl in there. Oh, and it's like, a little, it's like a little area where people oh. next to you, it's like they're there smoking and like you can totally no. hear them and like, but you can just hook up in that bush. Oh, that was so gross. Oh, don't even remind me. Your hook up bush? Yes. Oh, it was so gross. You make it sound so nice. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, you told Leo's story. I told Leo's story. Now she has to tell an Israel story. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I'm going to tell a pea story. I never hooked up with a bush. <laughs> it, it was just such a cute bush. Mm. Israel? Gay secret. Okay, queer secret. They were going to tell me mine. Oh, tell you tell your queer secret? Yeah. But who's going to be listening to this show? Like your parents? Oh. Okay. So then Israel's queer secret is that his parents invited some people over to like dinner at their place and Israel uh, blew his guests in 
his bedroom while that dinner was happening. Just keep in mind, my room is adjacent to the living room. <laughs> his room is adjacent room. to the living room, and it has like a uh, barn door, closet style door, not yeah. a real proper door with slats in it. I do not have slats. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have slats in my bed. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like that's everyone's queer secret or hookup tale. Me, you have to tell your own hookup secret. You're just blurting uh, out a hookup secret or a queer secret or a hookup tale. Yeah, go for it. I don't have any good ones. Oh well, one time a guy wanted to give me some money. He said he was going to give me money if I go hook up with him, if I do some stuff with him. And I kind of needed money pretty bad at this point. And he was like, you know what? It's like I have a breaking fetish. If you come over, you can break things in my apartment. And so I was like, he lives right near where James lives. I was like. I'm going to go by and break a ton of stuff at this guy's place. And maybe he'll give me money. Maybe he won't, but either way, he'll break stuff. And I show up, and the guy had had some weird arrangement with some meth head, with some meth addict, like, early 20-something skater type, you know? Who clearly, he was lying to the guy and telling the guy that he was putting money in accounts for him. But then he wasn't, like, because he tried to give that same scam with me. He was like, well, I can put money in your account. He's like, ugh. He's like, I could do it right now if you only if only you'd brought your bank routing numbers. And I was like, oh, I actually I did bring my bank routing numbers. And he's like, uh, oh, okay. <laughs> so then he like, goes through this thing. And it, it looks like he's transferred, like, a considerable sum into my bank account. But, of course, I'm checking. And I'm like, it's not. But I don't exactly know what the guy's scam was. But I felt bad for, like, this, this methy skater, you know? Either way, it's freezing night. He sends this methy skater out to, like, go skate for a few hours. And I am just looking around this guy's apartment for stuff to break. But it's honestly, this guy had nothing good. And clearly, he'd had many people break stuff before. There was almost nothing good left to break. The only things left in the apartment were the in- indestructible items, you know? Like an oven or something. Oh, no. Because I, I ripped that handle off the oven door. <laughs> oh, my God. But it was like some of the lights, I was like going to hit them. And he's like, those get really hot. And so I was scared of like burning myself. So I didn't do those. And then the one thing he asked me not to break was his computer, which I, I felt, you know. Horrible. For doing, yeah. No, I felt horrible that I did. Like the second I left, I was like, I regret not breaking his computer. <laughs> yeah, you should have. I should have broken his computer. You should have been like, really? Yeah. Really? You want me not to break your computer? That that must have been the thing. Like that would have been the thing that drove mm-hmm. me over the edge if I'd have actually broken his computer, you know. He probably would have come in his pants and been like, oh my gosh. But one the 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 guy was also purporting to be a gallery owner and uh, <laughs> and like but when I went inside the place I realized that that would, could not be true because he has the world's worst art he aspired to one day own a Kincaid that was just like his like side apartment his where side. he just broke stuff he was kind of older and uh, I feel like he was taken care of by his parents and he seems like one of those people that's like constantly doing random things and but like his parents just have Money and they're like, our son is like a 48 year old meth addict loser who like does nothing. And like, they probably just pay his bills, but they know that any other money they'll give him, he, he'll just, you, you know, that was the first and maybe only person that like just openly smoked meth in front of me and like kept offering me meth. And I was like, I'm good, thank you. As, as those of you who know, I have a strict rule with a substance like meth. I would only ever accept it if it were handed to me by someone whom I could not turn down because it would be so amazing. Like Dame Judy Dench, if she was like, here, have like a hit of this meth. I'd be like, I guess, Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> 
If you insist. Just just someone like her, you know, because she's like an old stuffy British, like really talented actor. And so it's kind of like that would be funny because you'd be like, oh, really? She does math? Yeah, she's 36. You know, she's, she's a million years old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 36. You know, or someone like if Kid Rock offered me meth, I'd be like, yeah, that's about right. No, I'm good. But what if, if Taylor Swift offered you math? You know what? Yes. Really? If she does it first. If she's just mm-hmm. trying to goad me into doing math and then I'm going to be all like on math or PCP, whatever nonsense she gave me, and she's just going to like not. She's like, going to cock block her you. Yeah. But if she's like, you know, doing the math and then is like, would you like to do this math oh. with me? I like she's like, just smoking math and then you're looking at her like a gas and then she's like, oh, you want some? Yeah. She's like, I'm so rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she oh, I, I she's so it. lame. Taylor Swift. Uh, she, I thought she was lame too, but apparently she's into math, so her stock is <laughs> shooting through the roof. Do you think me. someone being into math makes them more? I think Taylor Swift being into math yeah. makes her cooler. I think regular oh. people being into math does not make them cooler. It's weird how that works. I don't she see. She definitely it, did math before that. Um, Taylor Smith. What's her Taylor name? Taylor Smith. <laughs> Taylor Smith. <laughs> You think, you think Taylor Smith has done math? Taylor Smith? I don't know. I don't think she's <laughs> I feel like she does not seem like the math type. Yeah. I feel like pa, she's tried it. Mm, she probably true. like loves like fruity drinks, you know? Oh, I'd have fruity drinks with Taylor Swift. I feel like I could see her being into like Pop Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could see her getting into like you know MDMA. I could see hmm. her being what like, is that? It's ecstasy. like ecstasy. Oh, yeah, a groovy feel good club job kind of thing. Like so, I should be like, oh, pop rocks. I'm so into it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the feeling. Pop, pop, pop. I had a pearl. Did we cover everything? Did you guys like my uh, queer secret? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. You and were like, you were like, I don't have any queer secrets except this one time. This guy paid me to. <laughs> he didn't pay me. He pretended to pay me. He, he, I, I, I could tell in the moment. So you don't have to listen to all this garble. No, I, I could tell in the moment that he was not actually paying me because I, you know what I mean. Like I came prepared to see if it would work, and it didn't work. You know, I was like, I tried to transfer myself a penny, and it didn't work. And then he was doing whatever nonsense, and I was like, okay, yeah, he, it's a scam. Yeah, and just remember, y'all, like you're routing numbers you can't give out so the people can influx money into your account just don't be giving away your credit card information shit yeah no i've never given away my credit card information mm-hmm. though it has been stolen several times same yeah well, it, it, it was me <laughs> no this was years before you i'm still i'm still getting hassled from from these instances Ugh, it's so horrible but what i mean part of me likes that it is completely aggravating someone you know, I guess the criminals got away with a bunch of presumably cool stuff. I have no idea what they bought. They Hopefully, some got a good. rental. I got away, and with then they in went out now, and they bought a bicycle. They tried to. They got declined. Yeah, oh, they. Mm-hmm. So then they stole it? No, they're probably just like, oh, your card's not working. Or they got arrested on the spot. Who knows? Yeah, it popped up a message in their like, store clerk, detain, detain mm-hmm. person. I'd be like, yeah, right. <laughs> For real. I guess I'd try to stall, you know, if I had to. Yeah, if there's like a button or a quick way to call the yeah, police, like, for like, sure. Like hit the silent alarm and then be like, I'm so sorry that our modem is so slow with this yeah. machine. I've got to call it in from the back. Yeah, that'd be horrible. Yeah. Because I feel like you can easily stall at a bike shop. Be like, oh, so you need a helmet? 
do you need a, do you need any light what do you like all right well this episode was exclusively about overboard and ultimately you know let's give it a letter grade as a movie f as a queer movie f minus yeah as a remake d no it's a remake f it had a blend story to begin with it added nothing to it in fact basically back in the day like maybe they were trying to oppress women and now it seems like they're trying to oppress the latin community kind of i mean the original version of the movie would be so wholly inappropriate in today's like me too moment climate and this new movie honestly i feel like modern people say things like gender is a construct modern eight-year-olds say that i feel like we're living in different times and so part of me can't understand how just gender swapping this movie and throwing in a few brown faces would make it okay i think whenever anyone is going to make a movie they should really have a long hard think does this movie need to be made and i think most of the time the answer would be no definitely most of the time the answer would be mm-hmm. no and with this movie they did something sort of offensive it's offensive in the sense that it just seems so clueless you know what i mean it's not bigoted or whatever it just seems so clueless in today's climate and it also seems so unnecessary like you said that it added nothing as a remake it was a complete lateral move there was like no jokes added really yeah, I mean, like, did you see how many seats were sold this time? Like, and it's only been, it hasn't even been out for a week. Oh, yeah, I think there, there are five people in the theater, including the three of us, right? Yeah. How long has it been out since this past Thursday? I think it's newly out. Yeah, so it's only been Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. today. The cover of this month's Irrelevance magazine definitely is the overboard pictorial well leo one more queer secret yeah all right I guess. Time I don't know. okay how many times have you ejaculated today twice that's it anyway this was episode five of talk sucker if you like the episode uh subscribe follow us on social media you can find us each individually on social media at Israel. My Insta is at Bicedio, B-Y-C-E-D-I-L-O. And then my Twitter is at Cedillo Israel, C-E-D-I-L-O-I-S-R-A-E-L. Leah? You can't find me on the internet, bitch. Okay, but, but if they want to email you, just, you know. Just email You know what? Well, I think the show has a Twitter handle, right? We're <laughs> at TalkSucker. Yeah, at TalkSucker. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at TalkSucker. And uh, you know what? Our first 10,000 followers get free dinner. Free dinner? Free dinner to our first 10,000 followers. Are you cooking? No, I don't know. <laughs> Where are you going to get He's going to get a fry. <laughs> You, you know what? They can follow and then take it up with Free us. Free dinner after they give us our credit card information. <laughs> uh, is there anything else? I just realized I don't think my roommate ever checked if my credit card came in. Oh, really? Your roommate's the one that stole your credit card. It must be. He was like, ha, sorry. I forgot. I'll check tonight. Identity theft is a victimless crime, much like abducting an amnesiac. If you're horrible enough, you don't deserve sympathy. Legal recourse? If it teaches you some sort of moral message, apparently, so that you're not as, like, selfish and bossy and rich, sure. So if you become better, it is all right if you've suffered. I mean, that's the message of a movie. Hmm. All right, but not the message of real life? No. Hmm. I wouldn't, would you say everyone that suffers some sort of thing, like, ends up being the best person that they could? I don't think so. I don't think so either. 
Leah? Yeah, I don't. I I agree that I don't think that's the case either. Hmm. For those of you at home, Leo was just.